0: episode 85 of switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like nick support switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp also by audible get two free audiobooks when you sign up today for your 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com slash audible got some stuff going on tomorrow, so I decided to record this episode early. Um, Well, it's later at night right now, but that's beside the point. I'm not recording at my usual time, I suppose is the way that I should have phrased it. Um, Let's start with feedback. Feedback, we got a review on the Apple Podcasts app from Texmat. Uh, They said it is a great show. R.J.S. does an exceptional job at getting the news out and not being biased. I have seen other podcasts with two people, and I feel like they make it more like a conversation between them, and I feel like I'm in the background. With one person, I feel like he's talking to me and not someone else. You're right. I am talking to you, Tex Matt, directly to you. And when I said directly, I held up my hands like Iwata because that dude was awesome. Uh, all right. Thank you very much for the email, I, uh, the review, for crying out loud. My brain is mush today. Um Thank you very much for the review. Uh helps us get up higher in the charts. Speaking of Apple Podcasts, I'm a little irritated with them. They, um, they updated to iOS 11. And on the iPhone, if you search for Nintendo, you used to be able to find my podcast quite easily. It was actually pretty close to the top, like number 7 or 8. Uh, now, when you search for Nintendo... It doesn't come up at all, which is really irritating. Now, that's on the iPad or on the iPhone. On the iPad, my show shows up. Uh, So I I expect that I'm going to have a drop in new listeners because of this. Um, it, It does show up like in the prediction field. But when I do a search for Nintendo and hit enter on my phone, it just it lists one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight shows. It doesn't show any more shows than that, which really bothers me, both as a content creator and as somebody who listens to podcasts. I don't always want to listen to the top 8 shows. Maybe there's a show that somebody just started and nobody's really discovered yet, and I want to scroll through the list and and look at the artwork and get somebody maybe somebody'll grab my attention that way. Uh anyway, I just wanted to complain a little bit about that. Uh Apple fix things. I know you're listening. All right, let's uh, let's go, jump to a voicemail.
1: Hey, RJ, Vincent again. Hey, I was just listening to your show and uh, thought I could respond to a couple of your questions. As for uh, favorite game, I'm I can never commit to just one game, but I can tell you I do love uh, Pikmin games, even though I'm terrible at them. Uh, I'm a big fan of the entire Pokemon series, although terrible at it, it's just a casual game for me. Um, but I'm, probably my favorite game of all time is SSX Tricky, that snowboarding game. I just loved it. I played it for years and years and years. Uh, like I told you in my email, like, the GameCube was the last home console I had. I probably played that game from when it came out in 2002, probably till I went to college in 2009, just religiously. I loved it so much. Anyway, uh, the next question I wanted to respond to was about uh, genres of games Nintendo can make. And uh, the MMO genre, I agree with you. But I don't necessarily... Uh, care much about a new ip i just you know i'm one of those pokemon fans that's been clamoring for a pokemon mmo i just think that would be fantastic if they did it right because uh some of the pokemon spin also aren't great uh my friends joke that if they ever did make a pokemon mmo though society would just crumble because everyone would quit their jobs to play anyway uh all right i guess that's all thanks
0: bye thanks so much for the email vincent um I want to respond to both points here. First off, SSX Tricky is one of those games that on its surface is not a game that would normally appeal to me, but a friend of mine had it and I tried it out and I absolutely loved that game. I played it on the GameCube and I think that that was the definitive experience because of the GameCube controller. The shape of... I loved on the GameCube how each button had its own shape and you could easily tell the the difference and especially the y and the x buttons those gray buttons on the outside uh where the like one was a vertical button and the other one was a horizontal button and that really um played into how you played SSX Tricky because you could do certain things by hitting the vertical button or the horizontal button and my only the only thing about that game that I didn't like and, and honestly, I liked it at first, but after playing it for a long time, and I did play SSX Tricky for a long time, not as long as you, but I did play it for a long time. Um, the one thing that I didn't like is the music. After a while, uh, over and over, hearing that same music and e- even the same announcer. And I, I really liked the announcer at first, and I liked the music at first, but after a long time of playing that game, it got really grating. And I, I'm trying to think if... Um, if we had the option to shut off the audio or not, and if so, like I could have just listened to something else, but you know, my TV had audio coming out of my speakers, so I, I at, at that time, it wasn't like you could play music on the console, it's, which just reminds me, you can't play music on the Nintendo Switch, you know, that's a, a feature that it doesn't have. It really is striking to me, and I know this is kind of a stream of consciousness kind of thing, but it is striking to me how bare bones the um, the operating system or the UI is for the Nintendo Switch. And I think that that's a good thing. I think too many features would just clutter things up and slow things down. Um, and I'm it's not like I'm I'm saying don't implement music or something like that. If somebody wants to play their music. But not enough Nintendo games really allow you to play your own music, so I'm not sure. Uh, your other point about uh, Pokemon MMO, we already have one. Uh, there's a Pokemon... Well, actually, we have multiples. Uh, there's one that I can't remember the name of that's uh, like a browser-based one. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Pokemon Go. That's a Pokemon MMO, and it's fantastic. It's really a good game. It launched kind of weak because of issues. I mean, people loved it. Don't get me wrong. And lots of people were playing it. Uh, But it launched a little weak because of issues uh, and lack of features. And I think as they slowly are adding the features, people have forgotten about the game. Uh, Or at least people around here. When that game first came out, my wife and my... I, I grabbed one of my old iPhones... I ordered a Pikachu case for it off Amazon, uh, slapped it in there, um, tethered it to my phone. And, you know, my wife and myself and my son would go to the park and catch Pokemon or or drive around the nearby towns and catch Pokemon. And um, when we did that, we would constantly see people out and about like you would always see clusters of people uh, playing the game and you would walk by, and you'd kind of glance over their shoulder at their phone, and sure enough, they'd be catching a, um, well, probably a Pidgey, honestly. I mean, if, if we're being honest, it was probably a Pidgey. Um, because I live in a, in a rural area, and so there's not a lot of variety where I live. Um, a, another Pokemon-style MMO, and I... I, I if, if you watch the stream, you know that I've currently been obsessed with playing World of Warcraft again, but that game actually has, like, they stole uh, Pokemon and put it in the game. Uh, they've got this pet battling system where you can go and find pets in the environment. You battle against them. You get them down to 35% health. You throw a trap on them. Then you can capture them. Uh, you can level them up uh, take them out and, uh, you have like your team is, uh, three, uh, pets deep and you can battle against other players. You can just hit a random battle. I don't know if people still do that. Um, but it's pretty cool. And my son and I have a lot of fun, um, going around and and he, he'll, he'll be looking for pets and I'll be basically, uh, running alongside him because he likes just to have me running alongside him. Um, the 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 pets are something that I do as an aside, but he likes to do it as as like a goal in his game. Anyway, Vincent, thank you very much for the email. Or I'm sorry. Well, yeah, he did email as well. Uh, but thank you very much for the voicemail. If you want to leave a voicemail, uh, very easy to do. Just pick up the phone, dial two six zero run jump. That's two six zero seven eight six fifty eight sixty seven, and leave a message, and I'll play it on the show. If you're looking for uh more uh typeity uh, form of communication. If you want to type out your, your response, then you can use Twitter if you want at run, jump, stomp, or you can email me run, stomp at gmail.com, or you can hop on the discord and have a conversation there. We've been having a lot of conversations yesterday. Uh, we were, or, I mean, earlier we were having a conversation about whether or not, uh, it was the best way to fight Lionels in Breath of the Wild and whether or not you should use the ancient arrows. And we we're like, no, don't use ancient arrows because then it dies and disappears and you lose all the loot. And they were like, What kind of loot do you get? And we're like, the best weapons in the game. So that was a fun conversation that we had. And you're missing out if you haven't joined the Discord. So get on in there, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Let's talk about the news. <laughs> All right. Well, Final Fantasy 15 is a beautiful game. It's a beautiful open world game, and uh, Square has hinted that they were looking at bringing uh, Final Fantasy 15 to the Switch. And a lot of people assumed, myself included, that it was just that it would only be uh, their mobile port. So they have a mobile port that they're working on where the characters look all kind of chibi, which as an art style, I really. I really don't like. Um, and it's a touchscreen gesture interface, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and I assumed that that's what they would be bringing to the Switch because porting their engine is a lot of, uh, a lot of work. Uh, and it's a lot easier just to redevelop the game using a smaller engine, or not a smaller engine, but a more commonplace engine instead of their custom engine. Well, I guess what they... We've got a quote here from uh, Eurogamer.net, and it says, we're actually doing very specific technical investigations into what's possible at the moment. And this is uh, Hajime Tabata. Uh, He works at Square Enix. He went on to say uh, that... Oh, gosh, where did I go? I lost my place because I went to look at how to pronounce his name. He said, the other thing you see in the mobile version, the PC version... The one thing we value is to optimize the game the way... Optimize the way the game plays and the experience for the individual hardware uh, rather than a one-size-fits-all approach. We can't currently announce anything. Uh, We haven't come to a full decision on the best way to do it yet. We're having very open, frank discussions with Nintendo at the moment about what they think is the best thing to do. It's all under investigation. Uh, Honestly, When we did the technical test to see if we could use the same native engine that we used on the other console versions of the Switch, we tried to run it there and the results weren't satisfactory. Uh, It wasn't what you would want from the final game. That doesn't mean it's the end of that. They're looking at other options like uh, customization of the engine to give you an example of what the discussions are like. They are talking to Epic at the moment about uh, what they could do by using the Unreal environment ins- instead, uh, which is cool. Um, so honestly, when they mentioned Final Fantasy 15 on the Switch, I, th- I figured that they were going to be porting the mo- mobile version and that they were probably much closer to release than they actually are. So I think that Final Fantasy 15, no matter what version we end up getting for the Switch, I think it's a long way off. And I think that that's fine. I think that it's fine that it's a long way off. Now, they they don't have to worry about balance and, you know, quest dialogue and stuff like that. They just have to worry about getting a good port. But it seems like they are still very much in the early stages of development for the Switch for this. And I think it's good that they take their time. I think it would also have been better had they not mentioned it at all until they had something a little more concrete to talk about. I mean, of course, that would give me less things to talk about on the podcast. But I think that uh, Square, this is something that they do quite often. They announce products way before they're ready, and then they inevitably have to to delay them. And that just leads to uh, upset gamers, uh, people who get angry at Square for having to delay a game in order to make it a good game, and I don't, I don't blame Square for delaying games. What I blame them for is announcing things too early. Uh, so I wouldn't expect. Uh, my guess is at the earliest, and you know, I'm not a developer. This is just my gut instinct here. My guess is at the earliest, August 2018 for Final Fantasy 15 on the Switch. And I think that's being really generous. I think we're more likely not going to see it until uh, maybe December 2018 or even 2019. Um, those are just guesses though. And the the one question that I have at the end of this story is if they are porting Final Fantasy 15 to the Switch, does this mean does this does this align the planets? That the Final Fantasy VII remake could possibly be coming to the Switch as well. If 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 um if Square had never mentioned Final Fantasy XV coming to the Switch, I would have said there's no way in hell that you'll find Final Fantasy VII remake on the Switch when it comes out. Now keep in mind, Final Fantasy remake, um Square kind of delayed it. I mean, they never had a, an announced date for it, but they they said, hey, we're not going to be bringing that that out for up to three years. Uh, so they've got a long time to work on it. And now that the switch is out and Square can see how quickly it's going off the shelves and how wide its uh, customer base or its install base is is um, is going, that gives them a lot more motivation to make sure that whatever engine that they're using to develop Final Fantasy VII Remake is compatible with the Switch so that they don't have to do all of this stuff after the fact again. I know that the game is already in development for PS4. I don't know if it's going to be an Xbox One game. I I assume it is, uh, but I'm not sure. Um, Actually, yes, it is. I'm 99% sure that it is. So I already know that it's in development for Xbox One and PS4. But my guess is that they have people hard at work figuring out, are we going to be able to port Final Fantasy 7 to the Switch? And I bet you Nintendo is in discussions with, with Square, and they're saying, listen, we will heavily feature your game if you can give us same date. Uh, so like release date on the PS4, release date on the Xbox One, release date on the Switch on the same day. If it's if it releases on all three platforms at the same time, that would be very huge and a massive sign for the health of the third-party ecosystem with Nintendo Switch. And I hope that it happens. It, not because I want the other systems to fail or anything like that, but I know that there's people out there that have only the Switch and they don't have other platforms, and they want to play all of the games, and it sucks that there's games that they just don't get access to, especially if it's something that can, like, that technically can happen. Now, I totally get it when you talk about um, a game that's barely running on a PS4 Pro being ported to a Switch. That's a bad idea. You know, it's just not going to be a good experience for the customer, so they're not going to want to do something like that. But if they can work on it from for, for a very long time and put it out for the Switch, I think that would be good for Square, good for Nintendo, and most of all, good for me. Because I want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I would like to play it on the Switch where I can take it to any room in my house or uh, even on the go. I'm a number one! K's Emanuar has been making mods of Super Mario 64. And just recently, he released Super Mario 64 online. I talked about this, I don't know, a week ago or so maybe. And I told you guys, get out there and download it while you can because it's not going to be up for long. Well, uh, he, he, he got a batch of emails earlier this week that informed him that Patreon had removed his account YouTube had taken down his videos. Uh, He said, They took down my videos for containing their audiovisual content, meaning Mario 64 gameplay and Mario 64 music. Uh, They even took down videos without Mario 64 music too, though. The exact same goes for my Patreon. They didn't personally message me. I've only received a ton of emails that says things have been removed from YouTube slash Patreon Tuesday morning. They seem to have targeted the Super Mario 64 online videos, especially as every single one of them has disappeared from my channel. All right. This is not a huge surprise. Um, When you are using somebody else's content, they have the right to take that content down. If they are a publicly traded corporation, they have the obligation to their stakeholders to protect their copyright. So they have to take that stuff down. Um... A lot of times, companies will look the other way because your content, like video content and things like that, that will drive people to buy that stuff from them. But when you are using their intellectual property and you're using it in a way that interferes with their sales... Then they have an obligation to their stakeholders, to their um, stock owners, stock owners, that's not a, stockholders. there we go. Uh, You have an obligation to the stockholders to take them down. So I don't blame Nintendo for issuing these takedowns. What I do think that they could have done is they could have just emailed K's and said, hey, here's a cease and desist letter, take this, um, these files down, or we're going to uh, do a copyright strike against you. Uh, they, they, they never did that. They skipped straight to, uh, the nuclear option and basically they nuked his channel and his Patreon, which kind of sucks. I mean, it's to be expected. You know, when you, when, when you play with fire, you get burned. So I'm not, I'm not super sympathetic for K's, but I do think that Nintendo handled this the wrong way. Uh, anyway, if, if you're out there and you've played Mario 64 online, I'm curious as to what you think of it. I I downloaded it. It's sitting on my computer, but I haven't actually tried it yet. I've just had too many amazing video game experiences to play right now anyway. So uh, let me know what you guys think of Mario 64. And um, do you think Nintendo should have handled uh, this situation better? All right, this is the part where I talk about what I've been playing this week, uh, or this week. I'm still, even after doing a three times a week show for 85 episodes, I still have this mentality when I discuss things like like, it's a weekly show, and it's not a weekly show. There's three times a week. So since the last time we spoke, uh, what have I been playing? Well, I did a stream on Twitch. It was a shorter stream. It was two hours because I had to um, take my son someplace uh, and, uh, we, I played World of Warcraft that was earlier today and I had a blast with that. I was going through, uh, the zone Stranglethorn Vale, which is a jungle zone. Uh, I, I had some issues with a certain quest where I could not find, uh, this, uh, mob that I had to track down and, uh, kill so I could bring its paw back to the hunters and stuff that drove me a little crazy. Uh, what else did I play today and yesterday a little bit? I played Nintendo Golf um, on my Raspberry Pi. I ripped that that off a uh, cartridge myself, by the way. And I got to say that that game, while at the time was awesome because it was the, the the one golf game you had, boy, it really just does not hold up very well, <laughs> Um It might be just that I am terrible at it, but when I'm playing, like, it doesn't tell you the exact distance to the pin. It doesn't say on your golf club how hard you want to hit it in order to get to that point. It all depends on you personally knowing, and part of me is like, that's awesome. That's the way it should be. It should be up to me to know that if I want to hit the ball this far on the screen, I want to use my three-wood and hit it at about 75%. Is a three-wood a real club? I don't know. Um, but you you get what I'm saying, hopefully. Um, but then at the same time, the gamer in me is just like, oh my god, this is a pain. I could just go back and play, um, oh Link's, uh, golf, which was on the Super Nintendo. I loved that one, and uh, I absolutely loved Link's. I think it was Link's golf, nothing to do with Zelda. Uh, and and. It, it had something to do with Hawaii. I think that there was, it started with a W. I'll have to look that up. Let me pause the recording and look that up real quick. There we go. I found it. It was actually the one that I was remiss remembering. The one that I played the most was True Golf Classics YLA Country Club. And I love this game. My brothers and I uh, played that game all the time. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I, I seem to remember that you only needed one controller so you could easily pass it around um, when it was other people's turn. In fact, I might see if I can find that cartridge and rip it for my Raspberry Pi so that my son and I can sit down and, and play a golf game together. My phone just dinged, so I'm going to have to read that. But anyway, th- that's what I've been playing. Let's move on to the lightning round. Well, Fire Emblem Warriors has a some review scores from Famitsu, and it's given it nines. Nines. And I this was a game that I really wanted to wait on. We've got so much to play coming up this fall. And Fire Emblem Warriors comes out in October, like seven days before Mario Odyssey. So I, I still feel like I need to wait because I don't want to pick up the game and then immediately get distracted by Mario Odyssey, because I am far more excited for that game. But I've never played a Musou game, and Fire Emblem Warriors looks really cool to me, mostly because I like the way that they've implemented the things that make Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, like having the relationships between the characters that fight together. It kind of makes them fight better. Uh, That's something that you have to think about when you're putting your teams together, paying attention to what weapons the enemies have. So if you've got a bunch of... um, lance dudes that you're fighting against you don't want to go in there with a um gosh what is it? an axe I can't remember now all the fire emblem people who are sending me emails about the weapon triangle just hold off it's okay I I got it wrong right now but when I play the game I'll figure it out anyway it's getting good reviews and that's exciting to me now I <laughs> it's funny I forgot this game is coming out for both the switch and the 3ds and I know that this is a primarily a Switch podcast, but I am curious, those of you that are going, and I know that most people who have a Switch probably also have a 3DS, are there any people out there that have both that are going to pick it up on the 3DS? I can't imagine why you would, uh, but if if it's something that you're going to do, please email me uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com and let me know because that's really curious to me. I know that like some people might be like, well, you know, I want to play it in 3D or I like to have the map on the second screen. But having the, I mean, if I had access, I do have access, but having access to the Switch and the 3DS, it's very difficult for me to pick up that 240p screen when compared compared to the 720p screen. And I'm not normally somebody who really cares about how high the resolution is or what the graphics are. But I've got a new Nintendo 3DS XL, the one with the C-Stick. And while the games that I play on it are incredibly fun, the graphics always look kind of pixelated. And I don't think that's the right word. Uh, blown up because they, they, they made the screens bigger but they don't actually increase the resolution, so they just look worse. And yes, I could have gotten a smaller system, but the smaller system kind of cramps my hands, so I didn't really like playing on my on my 3DS nearly as much until I got an XL version of the system. Um, that being said, you know, I'm just curious if anybody out there has both systems and are going to pick it up on the 3DS because I know I wouldn't. Uh, what else we got? We got. Uh, download size for FIFA. Uh, FIFA is going to be an 18 gigabyte download. So get your SD cards ready because that's pretty big. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories has an update coming. This is another 3DS game, version 1.3. They've got a trailer that you can watch uh, in the show notes and it's uh, going to have a new story quest, more character customization choices, including options uh, seen in NPCs, and anime sequences, and uh, the quality of the monsters, I think that's what they mean to say, you can keep is raised from 200 to 400. I don't know what that means. I think that maybe there was a limit as to what kind of monsters you could capture before, Uh, but now you can capture better ones, it seems like, and it says this is due out in winter in Japan as a free update. They, They don't mention anything about whether or not this is coming to Uh, Western markets. So that's curious. Uh, And lastly, I've got, uh, I just wanted to remind you guys of the survey. Uh, We've got, oh gosh, let me see. I just closed it by accident. Um, We've got 35 responses so far. uh, And basically it's all about physical versus digital. So this will be the last episode where I remind you guys to take the survey. And then next episode, I'll talk about the results Uh, of the survey uh, on the show. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. That is all the time that we have for today. No, it's not, is it? Crap. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's it. Um, I almost forgot that there's... I was going to do coming soon, but I don't think there's anything new coming soon before the next episode. Uh, So that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, let me know. Uh, You can do so with all the ways that I mentioned earlier. If you're looking for ways to support the show, there's lots of different ways that you can do that, both monetarily and free. Uh, just head on over to runjumpstomp.com/support and uh, click on the links there to to help me out. Um, the intro music was brought is Balloon Trip Remix by Noteblock, and the outro music is Legend of Zelda Gerudo Valley VGM Acoustic by Tom Winter. Make sure you check out both of their uh, YouTube pages because they're awesome. And uh, as always. Uh keep having fun on your switch and keep listening. I will talk to you guys on Saturday. Bye-bye. <music> Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com/audible and directly support the show.